welcome to a very special episode of Up to uh, and Including Death. <laughs> I am Dr. Patricia Brewer. And I'm John Brewer. And we are here recording a very special podcast. You want to know why it's special? <laughs> Please tell me. It is episode 30! Oh, okay. This Our podcast is almost as old as me. <laughs> In six episodes. Yeah, well, that's that's weekly and not yearly. Yeah, <laughs> we've been up to this for quite a while. Yeah, we, we skipped a, a couple weeks when we moved. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. This is a very serious podcast. Um, and did you say what your name was? Yeah. Okay, we both said our names. Yes. So we are here to talk about a very special movie, which. You, online for some reason, it's called Ripper, but I know it, and Emily knows it, and Sarah knows it, my dearest friends from Oxford College of Emory University know it as Ripper, Letter from Hell. It's as amazing as you think, John. Well, that's because it's uh, it's a Canadian-British movie. Ooh. And it's called Ripper Everywhere but in the United States. Yes. In the United States, it's called Ripper Letter from Hell. Mm. That's why. Tell me about this beautiful film. I don't know if it's going to be beautiful. I knew nothing about this movie coming in, so don't blame me. But it's directed it- by John Ayers, written by John Curtis and Evan Tyler. It stars A.J. Cook, Bruce Payne, Ryan Northcott, Claire Claire Keim, Derek Hamilton, Emmanuel Vaugier, That's Kelly a, Brook. It's a lot of characters. It's, it's almost like they're just kind of naming every single actor. A.J. Cook is the main character, though. Okay. Daniela Evangelista. <laughs> that sounds like it might be somebody. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's like a combination of three supermodels or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Well... We're going quickly today in our intro because you have to be at work in like an hour and a half. And I keep telling yeah. you, I don't think we we're going to be able to do this. We're going to give her a rip. I th- oh, I but here's the thing. I think we're probably going to talk over this movie a little bit. Okay. And so there's probably going to be a little bit of this movie in the background. So, John. Oh, okay. Well, let's go through the fun stuff. Let's see the fun stuff. Okay. Um, there's wh- there's only one review, so there's no, nothing on the tomato meter. Okay. But it would be a 0%. <laughs> And the audience score is 39%. Okay, we're going to have to change that. The one review. Okay. Horribly acted. Okay. Terrible characters. Mm. And a vapid screenplay make for a truly confusing and pretentious story. (laughs) What have you gotten me into? No, it's going to be great. Uh, Should we rip through the parents' guide? Yes, John. I want to make sure that it's okay for your beautiful ears. Finally, the sex and nudity is moderate. Ooh, about time. A dead naked body is seen in an autopsy room. Excellent. A masked man has sex from behind in a bathroom stall with movement. There is no nudity. Oh, okay. A man and a woman kiss and caress each other. They have sex off screen. Oh, oh, man. I don't want no kissing and caressing. Just just masked man sex with... Fully clothed. It's nice. Violence and gore is severe. Awesome. A woman is seen dead with her bloody dead body crucified to a tree. Well, that's just giving stuff away. Well, these are the spoiler-free ones. Oh, okay. But there's a lot of stuff about getting stabbed and hanged and... Buzz saws. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. Conveyor belt with a buzz saw. Sounds great. Profanity is moderate with some strong swearing. I'm surprised that there isn't a lot more, like, given how, like, detailed this usually is, but okay, I'll accept it. The 
alcohol, drugs, and smoking is moderate. Some drinking at a party. Oh, I don't want my kids seeing that. Frightening and intense scene is severe. Okay. It says this movie should be rated R for strong violence and terror and for language and for sensuality. Ooh, sensuality. And it is rated R. Sensuality, not yep. sexuality. But it is rated R for violence, gore, sexuality, and language. So well, they're pretty spot on. I'm pretty excited about all those things. <laughs> okay. Are you? I'm kind of scared. I mean, the one review says it is hot garbage. Well, I think that maybe Tomatoes doesn't always give the best account, and it was only one review. Tomato, tomato, right? <laughs> oh, should we watch the movie? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, well, let's hit play. Oh, the parent's guide is really letting us down right I'm, from the start. There's so many nipples. There was four. I saw four nipples. Well, six if you count the picture at the very beginning too. Yeah, so it starts with like the picture, like the pictures from the crime scene of Jack the Ripper, and we've established that I'm a bit more of a creepy weirdo than John because I recognize those photos immediately. Yeah, because I've spent some time looking at them. <laughs> so now we know that Ripper is mm-hmm. about Jack the Ripper. Kind of loosely, based, at least apparently there was letters, right? Perhaps from hell. Yeah. And so you got a woman screaming, who are you in the woods? All of her friends are dead. And one of them's crucified with her tits out. And she's got, she's wearing a nightgown that's white and long and see-through because it's raining. And she's got long blonde hair and looks innocent. Is she the one that sounds like a supermodel name? Evangelia. No, she's like the AJ, I think is her first name. All right, let's keep going. John, the boat is called the Mary Kelly. Yes. The victim of... The the last victim of, of Jack the Ripper. Oh. Who, by the way, she was the one that was most mutilated, but one of the previous victims had told people in the at the police station or whatever the night before that her name was Mary Kelly because that's a pseudonym that people give back in the day of like when you don't want people to know your name and you're vaguely Irish. Okay. The boat is called the Mary Kelly. That's so on the nose. It's so good. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay, so this lady is the only survivor because she ran from the island onto a boat and, like, killed one of her friends with by turning the boat on by accident and then stabbed a guy wearing all leather. Maybe. With in his hand. He was in the water. He might have had a wetsuit on. Like, he might... They might have been trying to save her, and she just wildly stabs people and pushes them into boat motors. So many questions. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It Doesn't this movie already have you? It's, it's so intriguing. It has me perplexed. Exactly. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay, we just have to talk about the hair of the main character, who is Molly, the girl from That's before. Okay. She's the main character? Yeah, she's the main character. She's the girl from before that just survived, and they just had a weird class or whatever. Yes. And her hair is that, like, really great late 90s, early 2000s disaffected girl hair where it's, like, all gel to hell, but, like, in ringlets almost. Yeah, like fake dreadlocks. Like fake dreadlocks. And the thing is, it's, like, it's to show that I don't give a shit. But it takes takes me three hours to put this together. Her dreadlocks are perfectly spaced an inch and a half apart. Beautifully done. Her hair is washed. And also, she's got a beautiful barbed wire tattoo. 
around her arm. It's like that. Yeah, that's a tribal design of some. It's tribal design barbed wire around her arm. Because we all know about the old ink and barbed wire. So we just saw exactly. So we just saw the uh, this. I guess murder 101 class, which by the way, great Pierce Brosnan movie, which might end up being a part of like our list. Um, love that movie. But uh, now she's grabbing a man's dick because everyone wants to go on dates with her and she's upset about it. No, she's grabbing his balls. That's the ball face. That's the ball face. Do you think he's a good actor? He's showing the ball face yeah, really well. I think she's actually grabbing his balls. Yeah. At his, least his yeah. neck is flushed. That's a, that's a, she actually did touch a little too close to my balls for this scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically there's a creepy professor that's definitely fucking his students. Um, he starts off by talking about all of, uh, the victims of Jack the Ripper. He's and got pictures in the hallway of the Jack the Ripper murder Yeah, scenes. and as, like, they are, as he's saying the names of the victims, it goes to, like, all the people in her class. Yeah. And the last victim, Mary Kelly, I did it, I was right. All right. Hey, John. Yes. You forgot a very important detail. Do you want to share? Oh, the uh, gross revenue of this movie? Yeah. It's just a little over $97,000. But what, how much did it cost to make? I don't know if that's even... I feel like it's like... I think that this has got student production written all over it. Oh, do you see that? So all the cool kids in the study group, because they all have to be in a study group, all the cool kids are at a bo- at a party, and there's a creepy dude in a mask with w- wearing leather gloves, looking at everybody. Yeah. The disaffected teen has made it to the party. She lives in a um in a creepy, like abandoned factory with a neon cross, overlooking her kitchen. Yeah. So the box office was ninety-seven thousand. I think worldwide. that worldwide. That's gross worldwide. So that's you know not, what though? This does not include the thirteen dollars I spent on this movie, and yes, it cost thirteen dollars. You might have helped get it closer to the hundred thousand. Yeah, mark. a little slowly but surely, John. Slowly but surely. Okay. I bet you they loved getting their three cent royalty check. Oh no! Someone just ran into this lady when she was in the ba- the bathroom. I bet they're surprised that they're getting royalty checks still. They're like, what the hell? I wonder if anyone's still famous from this movie. This, like, party scene is, like, in every If thriller. anyone is still famous from this movie, that would imply that any of them were famous at all. Okay, we're going to do something a little dis- different. Okay, so we're going to watch some scenes. Okay, we got a girl getting... This is the sex scene with yeah. the dude in the mask behind this lady having sex, right? Yeah. And I think there might be one of your favorite things about to happen. A murder. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I mean, we've been list- watching these disaffected teens so much. And I don't think that she can have sex the way she's having it. Because she's not bent over at all as she's doing this, writhing around. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, the camera's coming in now. John, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. What I'm curious about now is who did the music for this. Because that sounds like, like a super generic attempt at Rob Zombie music. I mean, they don't probably have much of a budget whatsoever, so what are they going to do about that? I don't know. This is kind of funny. Like, all the all these students, they have to be in a work group together, right? Because that's just yeah, how this required, works. it's required. It's required that they be in a work group. I put my students in working groups, but I just have Canvas automatically put them in there. I don't let them choose. Yeah. The disaffected teen. Uh, when I was younger, I was... 
Oh, an accident. she was in an accident. She's telling about her secret story. I just want to see a dead teen. Come on, <laughs> show us the murdered teen. Wow. She's talking. Okay, here's the thing. Here's why it's good, John. They're at a rave, having a nice private conversation, in the middle of a rave. That's normal. Yeah. And then two people just boned really hard, in the bathroom, while yes. this chick is going to the bathroom. So let's see what happens. Oh no, she got left in the bathroom. Oh no. Her class members called her a slut. Maybe she is. Maybe she is. She's not going to be alright, John. She's not going to be alright. They just called her a slut. I think she did. Oh, John, I think she's I, sad. I found something horrific news. Yes, it's wonderful news. There's a sequel. I know. What's the sequel's tagline? Letter from Within. Excellence. Sequel to the hugely successful Ripper Letter from Hell. <laughs> Did not make a hundred thousand dollars. Hey, it probably cost eighteen dollars to like. They probably just use leftover props from other movies. Oh my god! We just found out who she had sex with. It yeah. was that weird twitchy kid. <laughs> he was the one in the mask. And oh. now she's trying to leave on an elevator. <gasps> but now look! Someone out someone in gloves just turned the elevator off. And she's stuck inside. Uh, John, what's she gonna do? I don't know. Is she gonna be okay? On floor 13. Oh, no. She's trying to call for help. It's normal to go to a rave with all your friends from your shitty class. In which you're taking, I guess, forensic psychology somehow. Where you're supposed to be doing science, but you're not. Is this what's going to happen to me when I go to university? Well, you better not be having sex with anyone in bathrooms. That's not me. No, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about going to raves with my study mates. I hope not. I mean, I've been to some places in grad school. Maybe because... Oh. I don't know. I guess I've been to places in undergrad, too. But I can't imagine it being our age and wanting to do what she's doing right here. Yes, no thank you. No thanks. Okay, I've been having this run for like five minutes hoping that this lady dies. I forgot that it takes so long to kill her. Have I given away the plot? There's a plot? Yeah, that she's about to die. That's not the plot. I Look mean, at this it's... weird factory. Like, there's nothing on the shelves. It's all gone. It's all cobwebs, so I don't think it's in use anymore. They're selling cobwebs. Wow. But the lights are all still on. Oh, yeah. no, one of them wobbled. Oh, no. How hard is it to find stairs? Oh, there's a ladder. Why oh, is she no. keep breaking things? Well, I think the this idea is, is that someone else is breaking things. Oh. Oh, she found a pipe. Will it be useful? Will it be useful? Will she survive? The answer suggests no. Hey, a door hey, within a door. It's fine. It's a door within a door. It's locked, but th there's a hole. You can reach yeah, your hand Yeah, there's a hole. In. You're totally fine. Okay. It's, it's going to be fine. She doesn't understand why you'd be able to open it from there. Oh, she doesn't know how to turn knobs, does she? No, she's just wiggling the she's knob. She's just pushing the knob. 
But what she doesn't realize is that the thing is deadbolted shut. But, but it's not. See, because it's slid to the it's left. It's not, because it is slid to the left. She almost just locked it back. <laughs> oh, no. Someone's coming after her, John. In the spooky warehouse. Is it the weirdo that eats apples with leather gloves on? She's literally the person that's the sluttiest, so she has to die first. Yeah. And that's, like, pretty good and spot on the nose, right? Oh, yeah, she She just had sex in a rave. She had sex with someone. Now, the guy that had sex with her, he doesn't have to die. He's fine. Of course. This bitch, though, is like, you dared be to have a good time in a bathroom? You gotta go. You're finally learning the rules of horror. I already knew the rules of horror. They're sexist bullshit. But it's fun sexist bullshit. I mean, maybe it's because the slutty person's on her own. I mean, if we want to use that word, I don't think it's fair. I feel like she almost looks like Natalie Portman. Like Natalie Portman wanted to do something else, but she didn't want to go as Natalie Portman. Oh, no! She got sliced, John. So would that mean she has a porthole now? Oh, my God. So, okay, now we're seeing, we're cutting from, like, this girl running for her life. And these party goers that don't give a shit. And there's someone dressed like Marilyn Monroe in a in like a lay and a totally white outfit in a white wig. But she can see them from the ceiling. She's like screaming at them for help. Even though people previously were able to have quiet conversations in the rave. So she's running from the scary bad guy who's being creepy and slow. We're cutting to the girl in her little white outfit. And the girl that's about to get murdered is wearing all black. It's got to be like, yeah. you get to survive because she's wearing a white outfit. Oh, no, don't fall out. That means she's pure. That's the only way you can wear white. Oh, right? no. Oh, no. Now she somehow managed to, like, fall off. There's, like, a big giant girder. <laughs> like, a metal girder is just sticking out of this floor. With a, with a chain pulley. And with a chain pulley. And this rave is in this fancy building. I don't know. Because she's on the 13th floor. She was supposed to be going down, but somehow she's managed to make her way up, like above the party. This movie's all nonsense. Is it all nonsense? But I mean, that's pretty scary. That's a good shot. Like, they're actually. That must have cost some money to have a girl dangling out a window. You know that they probably filmed it all at the same time with three cameras. They just, like, had one shot that they could do. What the fuck? Elton John just saw her dangling from outside the window. And he's doing nothing. Elton John is doing nothing. Get in there! This is a special 30th 30th episode party because we're just recording this. I'll stop it after she dies. It's, it's like an hour into the film. It's just her. So, so basically, the person in the leather gloves is slowly pulling up the chain. Now, we've seen creepy dude eating an apple wear leather gloves. There's multiple people at the party wearing leather gloves and a mask, including the girl she boned, the guy she boned. Oh no, the blood is coming out of her body and going through the hole and dripping down onto the girl wearing white and her white hair and her white dress. She's just oh, feeling so the music. that's why she's wearing all white. She's so feeling the music. Dramatic. And everyone's grossed out by her dance. And she's like, why don't you love me? I'm so sexy. And then she's like, am I on my period? The ceiling's on its period. I like how everybody's just looking at her like she's gross. Instead well, she of like... covered in blood. Holy shit, you're covered in blood. No one else is screaming. 
And she's on her knees. She's scared. It's a horrible thing. God forbid you look up. Oh, no! And there's the dead body of the girl. Oh, no! The girl's just hanging. She's still dangling from this random girder that's up there. How did he bring her inside, stab her above the party, and then bring her back outside and throw her through the window from the outside? I think that was just part of it for him. Okay, so that's one dead chick down. Let's keep going. We're watching the second girl die, and she's getting run off the road. She's going to die? Spoiler. Sorry. But like, so she's being, she's in a little car and driving and there's a truck that's out that's been hitting her and driving her off the road. So how would you get away from the scary truck while you're driving at high speeds? I would have spun around. Yeah. Hit the emergency brake. Yeah. Did a 180 and went the other direction. Yeah, because like... Because you can turn a lot faster in that car than than you can in the That truck is going to have to do like a 10-point turn to turn around on a one-lane road. If he's going to try to turn around, he's going to, at high speed, he's going to fishtail. So right now, this girl is stuck in the car and she had the chance to get out. Oh, no. She got out. She got out in the wrong direction. She went to get out the car but realized she was facing the cliff. And instead, she started to crawl to the other side, gets hit in the back, and now she's hanging from the car. I gotta tell you, some good practical effects. Yeah. Because they didn't have to show her dead body. But they do have some beautiful scenery. And this is before they had drones, John. They had to go out there with a dang helicopter. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. It looks like she's they still hanging. They the rest of the budget, huh? Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Oh, wait, no, she's still alive. Holy shit. What do you want? Girl, do not try to climb up. I think what she needs to do is try to climb down. Yes. Because, like, that's where gravity's taking her. That's actually not that far of a fall, though, to that next level. It is not. I was also thinking originally she should have gotten out the driver's side door. She would have been able to kind of get off and, like, kind of just slide down a little. Yeah. And it looks to me like, look, what you do is you climb down to the water and then you follow the coast to wherever you are. But why the fuck is she driving in the middle of the nowhere in the first place? I don't know. Ooh, there's a creepy murder shack, John. That's like a great place to go. I know. I, I kind of, I like a good murder shack in the woods. It does sound like she's begging things to stop, though, in the murder shack. So it might not go well for her in there. Oh, there's the creepy detective. Did you find her scared, mutilated body? Okay. Here we go. Dead girl, number two. Hey, John. Yeah. So we're currently watching this beautiful movie. So <laughs> one of the characters in this in the story, in this college class, works at the morgue. How convenient. And she's currently with her hair in like half braids, half down, in the morgue, looking at all the notes about. She's pulled out the dead girl, and is now looking at the notes that the mortician made about her dead friend. But the thing is, like, she doesn't have to have pulled out her dead friend to to do any of these notes. Like, none of this was necessary. She could have just looked at the notes. Last year. Wanted to look at the heart just to be safe. I guess so. You gotta look at their 
the main thing, she's in a room full of dead bodies that are just out, uncovered. They're just out. She's also all alone. That's how they keep bodies, right? Yeah, and they're realizing that all the wounds on this person is like the same as the Ripper victim's wounds. Yeah. And she's just realizing that she's a fucking dumbass that's come to the morgue in the middle of the night not telling anyone where she's going except for her classmates when we know that one of her classmates is the murderer because it's her classmates that keep dying. Yep. Meanwhile, we find out that the professor was asked about the case originally by the creepy French cop dude, the, the case with the, um, the main character, Molly, yeah. and all of her friends dying, but he declined to help. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this chick is walking by all these dead bodies. Everything's fine. Let me go investigate. See, the thing is, like, sh- she's trying to get out and the door's locked. But someone was outside the door. That's who locked it. I know, but wouldn't you just want it locked? You're like, fine, I'll keep the door locked. I'm sure a a morgue's door is pretty safe. Now, if you had to protect yourself inside of a morgue, and how would you do it? Am I in the slab? Yeah, no, if you were like her, how do you save yourself? You've snuck into the morgue. Nobody's there. Apparently it's soundproof. And definitely locked. What do you do? Just chill and wait until someone opens the door. But she's about to... She knows the murderer's in there with her. Wow. Didn't kill him. Sit and wait. What? How do you kill him? My bare hands. What if he's got a knife? I'll wrestle it away from him and stab him with it. Would you do what she's doing and hide inside of a freezer? Do you think he's also in the freezer? Probably. Why do none of the lights work in this morgue? The lights are all flashing. She's looking at the scary dead bodies as if she wasn't already surrounded by scary dead bodies. Do you think, like, wouldn't he notice? Wait, why is there a phone inside of the freezer? <laughs> I have no idea. It's not even an emergency phone. It's like a full-on regular phone. Yeah, just like, how about you hang up from the murderer and call 911 or whatever the fuck they have in France slash Canada. I don't know. Okay, she hears dial tone and is crying. She does not try to call anybody. Oh, there's something written on the walls. Did you think I was outside of the room? Oh, why is she spinning? Bloody something, bloody, bloody knife. They don't want us to be able to... Why not? I want to read it. Yeah, now she can't get out. Even though you can get out. You can get out. Yeah, there you go. You're fine. Yep. Oh, is that formaldehyde she just... He just shoved into her back? Oh. Why would they have that? And why would that immediately kill her? She's been stabbed in the back with something, and she's on the ground. Are we going to show her get murdered? No, probably not. I bet she's going to be dissected alive. I don't know. John, you think she's going to wake up? Yes, she did. Time has passed. That, well, she's, oh. Wasn't it going backwards? I don't know, because she's imagining herself seeing the dead sex workers. 
And all the dead people that are here, she's seeing ghosts. Yeah, so she's like hearing the Ripper comments. The woman that had been stabbed in the face. So basically she's seeing her dead colleagues as the dead sex workers. Everything's probably going to be fine. Yeah. It's pretty good though. You know? Because it's like someone that's really into the Ripper terminology stuff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, John. Yes, oh, indeed. Someone's stabbing her in the gut. Oh, I don't think she's going to make it. Do you think she's dead? Probably. Okay, I'll stop recording. I expect this. John, something gross is happening. She's taking his shirt off. So, like, all her friends oh. are mad oh. at her? Oh, he's naked. Okay, all of her friends are mad at her because they found out about the murders and stuff. She came back to her apartment and, like, destroyed it. And her teacher showed up saying, I know. And now she's taken off his uh, shirt. so he was a victim, too. Oh, yes. That's why he knows. Oh, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. They have stuff in common. Yes. But they're being and it's creepy. not their age. It's definitely not their age. And it's so creepy and gross. And he's her teacher that's gross. John, no. I hate this. Is this why you're watching this in college? Did one of your professors say you needed to watch this? No. This is so gross. I hate this. This every professor is like, you should watch this film. Oh. Well, actually, you should. Oh, get it? Yeah. Get it? Except you're the older man. Yep. You're probably older. Like, this is so bad. There's so many things gross about this. I was hoping... I started recording because I was hoping she would kill him or he would kill her or something. Only with kindness. Or they'd both end up dead and instead they're kissing and he's shirtless and I hate it. Okay. Oh, uh, someone's finally going to end it. Oh, God. Please <laughs> let it be over. It's him. the creepy cop guy, right? Oh, uh, the creepy... No, oh. it's her friend that saw her and he's mad now because he sees her kissing because I guess he knows where she lives too. The guy that like said, fuck you, bitch. He's going to step in the mud puddle now. Nobody. Oh, <laughs> no. Is there going to be like an apple peel come down from did, the weird cop? Did, did this twice, the step in the mud puddle. Got to look at the mud puddle to see who's looking. <sighs> okay, I'm going to stop. Okay. Okay, well, this is going... They're all in the woods because this entire group of people in school decided to go to the woods together and none of them have realized that one of them must be the killer. It's so wrong. Doesn't have to be one of them. But it's got to be one of them. Okay. We'll see. again hey john yes he called her a stupid bitch but it wasn't her that he's calling a stupid bitch he's calling the murderer a stupid bitch so they found out that everyone in the study group has the same like oh no he's putting his hand in the car no <laughs> chantel anyway so he um so they find out because they all all the study group go into the middle of the woods in a rainstorm 
And oh no, <laughs> you dumb bitch. We just saw. Now she you, is a stupid bitch. Well, no, she wanted to save his life. And she's still going. He's in the car. So basically, um, they all find out that they all have. Oh, oh not anymore. No, now they find out him. that they all have the same initials as all the the Freddy vic the the Ripper victims, and so the one guy that's like next on the list like insists on going into the car so they're all in like a monsoon rainforest right they have to go to the top of a mountain to fix a a satellite because the satellite phone's out and like this chick just freaked out got her head hit by a murderer and killed her friend which is i always like that in a horror movie where someone accidentally kills their friend yeah and then now she is about to get killed but what rainforest in Canada is this in? I don't know. I mean, who knows? Because I thought they were also in Paris. <sighs> but, like, rainforest... I thought they were in Quebec. In Canada. There's... I mean, there should be the Great Bear Rainforest on the Pacific coast of British Columbia. I mean, in like, BC. But they're speaking... This, I don't know, maybe. I was thinking in Quebec. Just because there's French... Lady. That's a great rainforest there in Quebec. Ah... But anyway, so basically, the evil French lady was mad at Molly because, like, all the guys love Molly, and Molly fucked her professor and also wants to fuck the other guy. And Derek is for her. And I think she's not going to make it. Anyway, there's been a lot of decisions that were made. And it turns out that the creepy kid from the class it chose the group and also knew the friends of hers that got murdered in the previous, in the first murders. That seems way too, like, obvious to point out right now. Yeah. For it to be the case. Oh, we're at a place that's a sawmill. I have a weird feeling he's going to save the last person or something. So she accidentally, like, backed up against a single switch. Of course. And it turned on the entire sawmill. Yeah. Including, like, the saws. Yeah. You think that'd be a safety concern and where, like the, like, the light switch turns on Also, what's the wild is at the sawmill that they left, like, big pieces of lumber ready to go. That's how you do it. You quit, and you're like, oh, oh gotta stop now. And, and it'll just this. leave it here. And also, there's, like, no safety mechanisms or whatever. It's Canada. So, the door to the office is locked, but not to the sawmill. <laughs> That where there's just a single button that could turn on all the blades. Because if it's any factory that I know, it costs a lot of money. Oh, wait, there's the teacher. There's the friend. There's the creepy student. He knows who it is, and she hit him in the balls and killed them both. Nope. Oh, oh boy, there's a sawmill. So it's just gonna be. He's stuck, and she's pushing him on there. And if she just hadn't have done what she did, they'd be fine. So she killed They're another both, friend, and she has a potential And killing. they both are stuck. She's basically pushing him. Instead of walking away from there, instead of going a, away from the saw, she pushes him towards it and goes towards it herself. Oh, no. She's, like, freaking out. She's getting out. Well, she's killed two of her friends accidentally she's, on purpose. She's killed two dudes. It's her. So far today. Maybe all the other murders were just by accident, and it's she Tucker killed them and both. It is Tucker and it Dale. It is Tucker and All these college kids are killing. And she's like, oh, my God. She's decided to go out under the blade instead of over the blade, instead of behind it. 
why this was the direction. She's neck first and the plates are right there. Get out. Get out there. Yeah, because it's like a... His foot is yeah. stuck in there. His boot. That this guy, he knew who the murderer was. He knows who the murderer is. No, the bo- the foot's falling. Now, to be fair... To be fair... She did kill two dudes today. Yeah. So, none of the murders that just happened, the two murders we just saw... Was a murderer. None of them were from the actual murderer. He's like, wow, you're making this easy. He's just like, wait, I had a big plan. I was going to cut you up just like the Ripper victims. It's going to be hard when they're all like in pieces like that. Meanwhile, this chick is just out there like, where is everybody? I don't... He's just hanging out. Dry as a bone. I guess I'll just hang out in here. So my initial theory that the creepy cop eating apples with his weird gloves is going to be the killer. So she's now trying to guess the FBI password that her little boyfriend has. It's one, two, three, four. Yeah. Tavers Nordstrom. It's the FBI. DNA results. Because remember, the bad guy stole a vial of blood. Yeah. So it looks like it's two different people that are killing, that are the bad boys. The semen matches one of them. And. Well, the semen was the bad boy. Yeah. Because he was masked having sex with her. Yeah. And then the blood is the teacher, I think. Oh, and she's seeing wet footprints and bloody shirts. Oh, so now I just said I, I thought it was the cop from the beginning, but I want to be wrong, and it's going to be the teacher. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. I still think, I think I still think it's the cop because of the weird one glove. He's so thing. creepy. Oh no! Someone has put out the outfit she was wearing, as well as the crucifix she was wearing. On the day that all of her friends died. Only the cop was there for that. And she sees her little guy friend. She thinks he's... Oh, he's scary. Oh, he just burst in through the door. That's fine. She's scared. Instead of talking to him, he's not going to say anything. Uh, She's a fireplace poker. She'll be fine. No, but it's like these college kids keep killing each other. I know. I wonder if that's where the... Tucker and Dale got the idea from. We like, could watch this, this is... movie. Yeah. But I bet it, it happens in a lot of horror movies, though, when this like people pro- accidentally kill each other. But this is like to the extreme. I don't uh, think that... it's. I mean, we. I just saw Tucker and Dale like three times in a row. But that lady last week, just so. did three. She well, yeah. If you count herself. Yes. I guess you do count herself because she did end up getting That's herself killed. That's pretty extreme. Like it happens once, maybe twice, but three times. Three times is a lot. It just seems kind of odd. Like, she did not have to throw herself and her friend into, a the, wood chipper. <laughs> no. into the wood chipper. Into the, the saw. I mean, you gotta say, like, the, there's a lot of beats with Tucker and Dale versus Evil that this kind of meets with. But maybe it's just because college kids are dumb and it's easy and, like, sawmills are scary. <laughs> oh, no, there he is. Oh, she just hit her boyfriend in the face with a poker. Well, why did he jump up from the floor? Hi! Yeah. And she hit him really good in the face. She thinks it's him. But she's wrong. Who do you think it is? It's the cop. Yeah, like he's the one who's been hiding... Hiding all the information. Is she going to stab him in the neck, you think? 
But again, it's like, why do you jump up and scare someone? Yeah, like, you don't need to grab her leg. You just, I mean, he could have just been like, okay, you're scared. What's going on? Look at that slowly. Oh, she doesn't trust either of them. And the teacher was there the whole time. Just, like, chilling. Yeah, it's the oh. top with his stupid leather glove. And a big-ass knife. That he carries around. He's like, this is a replica of the murder weapon. This is definitely so something that could have been very everywhere. effective in murdering all those people. So, oh, great. Now, this fucking guy's got an axe. He should, though. I gotta get that cop. I guess the thing for me, because I wasn't really sure what their names were, I didn't, like, when it came up of, like, who the dude had had sex with and whose the blood was under their fingernails or whatever, yeah, it didn't really occur to me it was either of them. I kind of knew. But I feel like, like, so... Yeah, we already uh, knew who we had sex with. Yeah, and so I guess the question is, it's like, are we supposed to really... Because she thinks it's her boat, it's the teacher and that guy, her guy friend. Yeah. Are the two people. And he definitely looks scary because he's covered in blood. Well, that's her fault. With an axe. That's all her fault. Yeah, she made him scary, but why he's got an axe and he's coming after her is anybody's guess. I don't know if he's coming after her. And he's not her. saying anything. I think he saw the cop in the woods. Yeah. Oh, shit. She just put a poker in his guts. Oh, man. He could say anything. Jesus. No one can talk. I don't believe you. I mean, she's kind of scared. It makes sense. But how did she even break into that guy's computer? If I were him, I'd be like, like, I am getting out of here. Uh Uh-oh, someone has an axe. And why isn't she running away? He's saying, don't do it. Oh, no. So she's running away. Yeah. And someone grabbed an axe and finished the job. And she's once again running in the woods. She's remembering. She's remembering running in the woods again. And like all that scary stuff that happened to her. And she's seeing herself. Holy shit. She's John. She's seeing herself in the woods. So maybe it was her all along. What? She's the killer. Maybe. <gasps> That'd be a twist I didn't see coming until now. Or there's the teacher with an axe. Oh, and her she's walked herself to the teacher who's holding the axe with her dead boyfriend. He's saying he found Jason like this. I believe him. You believe him? He's fine. He's saying, and she's now looking at his shoes and realizing he died. Oh, he was the one that fucked her in the bathroom. Oh. 
So this is really intriguing. He was boning a student in the bathroom. He boned her. Yeah. That's gotta be hard. Oh shit. Oh my god. The cop just just like almost killed the the frickin So the cop has got the scary knife and just almost killed the professor. The cop's saying he's not going to hurt her. Five years later. So, John, what was the big surprise? I don't know. <laughs> so, like, she imagined herself killing him. But now yeah. the cop is, or the teacher's in prison. Oh, yeah. So, basically... He's on his way to get killed, I think. He's in jail. And, oh, it says teacher. If you put all the names together, it's an anagram for teacher. That's excellent. And he's getting the electric chair for killing all those people. But it was the girl. Yeah. But she put her, like, she put her, um, like, the last piece of evidence or whatever... Marshall Kane, the teacher. The cop? She planted the evidence and the cop found it. Ugh. And she's written a really amazing book called From Hell. So a she's letter like. From hell. Letter from Hell. So she's in like this beautiful, amazing. And now her hair is a different color again. Her hair is black. I always think outside the box. Oh, it's so good, John. She did it the whole time and now she's wearing she's fancy black hair. And she's uh, rich because she wrote a best-selling novel. Well, it's like a memoir of the her solving the crime that she committed. Yeah. And framing a teacher for and it. And framing old teacher who used to be an FBI profiler. And she's got a picture of rippers. I was confused in Limbo. Oh, she thinks she was Ripper. I mean, this is 1888, isn't it? She's a descendant. She thinks she is Jack the Ripper. She's like, this is 1888, isn't it? It's so good. There's some really good, like, historical stuff going on behind her. The Ripper. And she's, like, reading. Oh, no. Trade name. Jack the Ripper. Actually, no, she's not rich and famous. She's in a loony bin. They found her out, Jumpy! <laughs> oh, this had like seven different false endings. Did it though? Yes. It's kind of awesome. They made you think so... everybody was the killer. I know. Uh... It's why it's called a thriller. Oh. Hey, John. What? Were you thrilled? I was not thrilled by the ending. Oh, come on. It was so good though. It was overall better than I thought it was going to be because of the reviews and yeah. stuff. But it was it just devolved into nonsense at the end. Did it devolve into nonsense? Yes, well, so it has like seven false endings. Or it's this guy. No, it's this guy. No, you're gonna push you into the wood chipper because you know who it is. So here's the thing. I was really worried that you had actually looked ahead. And did not um, look ahead. Letter from hell. 
Okay, so I'm looking at as the Ripper Letter from Hell, right, is the film. Yes. And then there's the sequel. And if you had, like, actually clicked on the sequel... I would never have clicked on the sequel. <laughs> okay, so the sequel, uh, Ripper <laughs> 2, Letter from Within, is a uh, 2004 British horror film, so three years later, uh, horror film directed by Jonas Quistel, starring Eric Carplonk and Nicholas Irons, a sequel to Ripper... Um, and in the plot, it says the director of an asylum offers the serial killer Molly Keller a chance to be submitted to a pilot unconventional experiment in Prague in the Weisse Institute. Molly accepts and she travels to the clinic where Dr. Samuel Weisse developed a treatment using a virtual world and Molly and deranged youngsters would be the trial subjects. However, something does not work well in the experiment. And when the patients die in their trip, the same happens in the real world. So the lady who played Molly Keller was like, no thank you. No thank you. Erin Kerplunk is playing her, but she's cute. She's fine. Uh, but she's not as good as the... I mean, because in 2004, like, this, the lady that was playing Molly Keller here, like, was got onto CIS and was like... CSI. CSI, and she's like, no thanks. I'm good. I'm rich now. Okay, oh. so... This was an unconventional way to record a podcast. And I think if people actually liked it, they could probably tell us. And they yeah. could tell us by e emailing us at... Up to and including death at gmail.com. Or maybe shouting you out on the socials. At up to and ID with the number two. Have you been on the Gmail account anytime? Yeah, I have it set up to auto-check. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so anyway... That is our social plug. I'm very excited about what's going to happen now because guess what movie is now not number four, well, but number three. Yeah, it actually passed up a previous movie. My which, favorite. Which boggles my mind because these are critic scores. Yeah. So that means either somebody has reviewed recently a film from 1973 or a film from 1935. Or both. So our film from 1935, coming out on May 6th, is... The Bride of Frankenstein. Whoa! And there actually is a trailer for this. Yay! An official trailer from 1935. Let's watch it. Minute and 34 seconds. Perfect trailer length. My face is very close to the microwave. If you have to a week microwave. hot, better leave now because... Your face is close to the microwave? Are you going to try turning on the volume? I, d I thought I did. It's on mute right now, bud. You have it on mute. Mm -hmm. No, it's not on mute there. It's mute on the video. Oh, my God. Do you see oh, where it says mute that. right there? Sorry. Let me start from Oh, the my God. I don't use YouTube like you children do. Better leave now because... Oh, no, everyone's got their sticks and stuff, and they're going to kill Frankenstein. Hey, Lola. Frankenstein returns in a search of a bride. The uncanny oh, Karloff. Boris Karloff. So good. He looks like Boris Karloff. Oh, don't step on the recording instruments. Oh, no, Lola. I accidentally kicked Lola off the bed. Valerie Hobson. I think she might be the bride. Yeah, that's um, what you do. You just take your woman. But why does she have to be turned into a Frankenstein? You know what I mean? Well... We'll find out. We get to watch this She's film. gone. Frankenstein got her. And then he made a bride for his monster. 
Look at the use of shadow to make Igor look more scary, you know? He does. Oh my gosh, Lo- just a regular Loki dude. No just makeup. stretched and his little paws. He's got big fingers. Oh, she's dressed up like a, a, a mummy. What will she look like? You witness a lifetime of entertainment in two hours. Oh, Boris Karloff. The monster talks in... The Bride of Frankenstein. I was just like really up in people's ears for that. Yeah, I don't know why. That looks so good. Yes. I'm looking forward to hearing the monster talk. John, are you? Yeah. Well, what was your brewer's bruise? You don't have one. I have uh, one. No, I was drinking have... Alamo Smallbeck. I had a glass of that. That was nice. Um, and not popcorn, though. <laughs> um, but what was your grossest corner? Ow, fuck, Loki. Jesus. <laughs> Okay, he doesn't want to be pet. You're going to edit that out there. No, that's going to stay in there so people know that he's violent. He once okay. woke me up in the middle of the night. I woke up and he was staring right at my face. And then he batted me right in my face <laughs> and I was bleeding. I bled from that. Don't don't look at me like that, Loki. So what's your grossest corner? There wasn't really anything gross in this. I, think I guess the I guess the old man making out with the young student. That was very gross. I think the concept of being in a rave at all, that for me was the grossest part. Not even like the girl covered in blood during the rave. I just mean like being in one. Okay. Just brought me back to West Philly in a gross way. Fair enough. <laughs> well, John, okay. So we're going to watch Bride of Frankenstein. If people want to watch it, they should. Yes. And then we could uh, watch it together next time. Yeah, that's the plan, right? That's yeah, what we that's do? That's the plan. Well, I don't think we're going to be watching it like we we're doing this time. Um, unless we have, like, rave reviews. <laughs> end up on the AV Club. Oh, yeah, like, don't make me watch the sequel of that either. Uh, we'll see. All right, well, there's just two things left to do. Uh, stay scared. And stay married. Goodbye. Hi there, Trish here. John and I are so glad you've decided to listen to this episode. To contact us, please email uptoandincludingdeath at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, uptoandid at just about everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's uptoandid, and that too is the number two. If you have a moment, it'd be great if you can review us on iTunes as long as it's five stars. Thank you to Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middle of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice is a rock mix by Stefan Kartenberg, copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you. Goodbye.